If you're a solo business owner, you know there can be days when you want to give up and choose an easier path than the roller coaster ride that is entrepreneurship. It's moments like these that I call my biz bestie and we ride the roller coaster together. I'm Shelly, a copywriter and homeschooling mom in Johannesburg, South Africa. And I'm Francesca, a life coach and community manager in Grand Rapids, Michigan in the US. We're two biz besties on opposite sides of the world, running our own independent businesses together. And we'd love to invite you into our biz bestie conversations as we share everything we're learning about running an independent business online. Carry on the conversation we start today in our online community at community.simplybizbesties.com. And for show notes, you can go to simplybizbesties.com. We can't wait to see you in the community. And now let's dive into today's topic. So, hey, Francesca, how are you doing? I'm doing great. The weather is perfect here. I'm a little on the hot side, but it's still going good. How about you? And like in the Southern Hemisphere here in South Africa, we are rather chilly at the moment, but it's actually, it's actually wonderful. We really cannot complain in a country that is, it's bright and sunny outside, even though it's a little bit chilly for us, but it's so really, I cannot complain. It's, it's really beautiful. It's such a beautiful season winter. It's got its, it's got its perks to it too. So Francesca, on the recently named Simply Biz Besties podcast, we are are going to be talking about, well, a little bit of simplicity really in your business and bringing a little bit of simplicity into your business. Now, for those of you who are listening, I'm sure many of you have already started your own business or you're thinking about starting your own business and you're sort of starting and planning out how, how you're going to do this. And in a previous episode, we spoke about experimenting in your business. And one of the things that came up of how we experiment in our business is to launch small digital products. And small digital products can be a really great way to grow and to up-level your business. So whether you are a very experienced uh, business owner, perhaps you're a coach, perhaps you're a web designer or a copywriter like me, or whether you're just getting started, maybe you are an aspiring mompreneur who's at home educating her kids right now and is looking for some way to earn an extra income by selling her expertise. Well, this episode is for you. I think you're going to absolutely love it wherever you are in business because this is a wonderful way of up-leveling your business in a very experimental way and also helping in some of that, that mindset drama that does come up as a business owner. Francesca, I'm sure you can talk to that. <laughs> oh, for sure. I love the idea of doing really small launches and experimenting because it really helps to build your belief of what's possible for you. Yeah, absolutely. So important, especially when you're doing this thing all alone, (laughs) where you often feel so all alone. Um, these, These small digital products can really just give you that boost, that momentum that you need. So we'll dive a little bit more into that. But I think let's just pedal a, a few yards back and, and let's just talk about what is a small digital product. 
And I want to just give a few examples of small digital products of what they can be. Essentially, we're looking at things that are really, really small. And we're not just saying any digital products here. We're talking small digital products. We're talking things that can be yeah, really tested and contained. So some examples that we can look at are like a short ebook, not like my first ebook, which was 64 pages and which I was giving away for free. Uh, so that's, that's not, that's not what we're talking about. We're looking at like a 10 page report. Um, reports are great by the way, uh, like a mini course, a, a video mini course, uh, a video masterclass, like audios, so like um, Francesca's done guided visualizations, which are really great, that could be sold as a digital product. Templates, and that's something that I'm experimenting with now, is a sort of done-for-you template that people can take and, and run with. Or you can also bundle a combination of any of those examples that I've just listed. So those are the kinds of things that we are talking about when we talk digital products. I feel like I'm not sure that we've defined MVP. And if you know Shelly and I, we love MVP. So (laughs) Shelly, could you tell us what MVP is? Because I feel like that's very close to my heart and what this means to me personally. Oh yes. Oh yes. And that's part of the reason why we love the the word simple and why we including that in the name of our podcast, Simply Biz Besties. Because MVP stands for minimum viable product. And it's all about simplifying down to the very essence because that is where that, that is where the magic happens. And so a minimum viable product is the minimum amount of, let's just call it stuff, that you can put out there into the world that is going to have the effect that you want it to have that is going to have the transformation that it's going to, that you are aiming for in your people. And although you say this is totally close to my heart, it's sometimes not too close, <laughs> close in my head. Uh, it needs to be communicated to my head because I think the tendency is you want to give good value and you're thinking someone's going to buy this product from you and give you money over. So you want to like give them as max value. You want to give them as much as possible. And that's not always going to serve your people. Very often, the minimum viable product will will serve, in fact, nine times out of 10, that minimum viable product is going to serve your clients a whole lot more powerfully than a fire hose of information that's going to overwhelm them. So you want to craft your small digital product in a way that it is going to get to the nub of a very specific problem in your client's life. And that's really the heart of, of a small digital product. How's that sound to you, Francesca? Is, is, that, is, that, I, is, that, is that what you did? With yes. I just love how you brought up that idea of overwhelm. And mm. I want our listeners to think about for a second, for a second, like when I first started dreaming about my business and starting to take action, I was really excited about the idea of of launching a course. And I just love to teach people. And so this idea of a course sounded really exciting to me. 
Now I started learning more about it and started realizing very quickly that it was going to take a lot of time and a lot of energy and also started getting some feedback from my mentors and coaches that it was not a good idea to start with an entire course. Yes, because I think that's important to note that when we're talking small digital product, we're not talking a five module online course. We're dialing it way back from there. Yeah, and and I think that we often feel like we have to do that in order to teach people. I want you to imagine that in the next two weeks that you need to come up with a course idea and create it and get it out into the world and sell it. Are you feeling overwhelmed right now? Uh, yes. I would feel overwhelmed about that. So. It's the same thing for your clients. You have to remember that you've been on this journey, at least most most of you have, right? Like some of you may be doing something that is not related to where you've been. But for many of us, especially heart-centered entrepreneurs, like our businesses are part of our own story, a part of what we've overcome. And so you have to like, try your hardest to go back and to remember what it was like in the beginning for you, which can be really, really hard. But it's the same thing of like when you're feeling like in the beginning of your business and you have this massive project or you're trying to figure out the nuts and bolts of business, it can feel really overwhelming. So that day one, you can compare to their day one and remember that. So it is such a gift to give simplicity. Like if there's anything I could tell you, it is such a gift to give simplicity. So when you are thinking about launching a digital product and maybe you're like, oh, I'm not sure if that's going to be valuable enough. I want you to remember this gift of simplicity of just getting exactly what you need instead of the full <laughs> platter. Yeah. Like good good luck with that. Like there we go. Like <laughs> run with this. I love the gift of simplicity. That's I think a nice little um, buzzword that we need to put around around our screens on post-it notes. It it really is a gift to be able to whittle it down to just the basics of a really specific problem. So so niching down here is really important, like getting to the nub of just one problem and knowing that your audience is going to have other problems, but you're going to just be solving one of those. And, and that's cool. That's what we're aiming for here. Just in terms of the pricing as well of this small digital product, we're in the very much the low price category. We want it to be very easy for your ideal client to say yes to this digital product because really it's the start of a journey together. Ideally, your digital product is going to lead them to purchasing your higher priced offers, your premium offers, your one-on-one offers. So it's it's the start of, of something magical, <laughs> but it's not free. Okay. That's so important with these digital products. This is not your freebie. Your, if you're using an opt-in freebie or some kind of a free part of your offer, by all means. But what we're offering here is, is an upgrade to what's free. And it's also the pricing is also a very important part of the test as well, is to see what will people pay money for? What will they part with their hard-earned dollars or rands over here? to actually get that value. So that is part of the why behind doing a digital product. So don't feel that this needs to be something that needs to be given away. 
in fact, it shouldn't be. It needs to be something that you are going to, to be selling and to make money from. Do you find that that was a bit of an uncomfortable thing for you, Francesca, of like going, oh, can I charge for this? Is this worth the, you know, the money that I'm charging for it? Talk about that mind drama. <laughs> oh, yes. I feel like that's always the thing, right? Like, And that goes into building your belief that what you have to offer is valuable, which is why I love doing a small digital product because you can really see like, oh, like you're building your, your evidence, you're building your evidence, which helps build your belief of what's valuable. But yeah, I have that drama every single time I do a launch. Like, like, (laughs) maybe we need to discount this. It's too much. That's why people are saying no. Oh, it comes up for all of us, believe me. But I think that segues really nicely into our next question or topic that we want to talk about is, is why should I launch a digital product? Because I'm sure you will hear some advice from some coaches um, to say, focus in on your premium products. Don't be selling um, small digital products because you have to make more sales and you know, you need to be focusing in on high tickets item. And by all means, that is definitely the path that we're aiming for here. But, and, and, and I think also, Digital products are meant to make you money. Okay, so we've said they're meant to make you money. They're meant to bring in money into your business, but that is not their only purpose in the whole big scheme of things. They're forming a very integral part of your business ecosystem, of your customer journey. So it is, yes, to make money right now, But there's also then the next step of digital products. And that brings us back to like our experimentation. So you are testing out when you are launching a digital product. It gives you an opportunity to test out a new audience grouping or a new niche or a new topic that you want to just try out. And because you're keeping it small, you're keeping it agile and simple, you're, you know, it's going to be like a 10 page report or it's going to be um, a, a set of journal prompts or something like that. It's going to be a video training because you're testing it out and you're doing it small. You can actually just go, well, let's try. Because often people will go, what do you think? Um, do you think people will respond to this? You only know once you try. So we want to make that trying as low cost also as as easy and as simple and as exciting for you as possible. And I think a small digital product is the perfect container for that kind of a little taste, that kind of a little experiment, whilst still focusing on your more premium offers for those of us service-based, particularly those of us who are coaches or who are maybe graphic designers or photographers or that kind of thing. You We'll still have your premium packages where you're working one-on-one with people. But then the digital products allows you to be a bit more experimental. Not everything has to be 100% on brand. It can give you an opportunity to try some things out and get curious. I really love that idea of making this achievable on all fronts. So keeping it low cost, and like low time and energy on your side of things makes it feel achievable for you 
and make it feel achievable for your audience. Oh, like 30 bucks. Yeah, I can do that. You know, it's not something that it takes a lot of thought, you know, they see it's valuable Mm. and it's easy to click the button. Right. And then you have confirmation. Okay. This is something that people are interested and willing to pay for. Yes. And that is just so awesome. And that's where the mindset piece that you've mentioned comes in, that building that belief, you know, like having, you know, one person buying your $30 offer, you're like, woohoo, yay. You get the PayPal notification and it's like, woohoo, yay. In, in a sense, sometimes it's, you get as excited for that as someone buying a, a premium offer because it's, it's affirmation, it's, building, it's the belief that's then that you're feeling um, in your body that's going, yes, yes, this is something, like I'm, on, I'm onto something, I'm on, I'm on the right track. So yeah, it's a great opportunity to test that out. And I think that mindset piece of, of building belief and building momentum in your business as well is is so important. The other building piece is is building authority. When you are putting out a digital product like this, you're putting up your hand to say, I know my stuff about this. And of course, with that comes imposter syndrome, doesn't it, Francesca? Oh yeah. <laughs> so I think I'd really love for you to talk to the imposter syndrome that will come up for all of us that are doing this because we go, do I know enough? Do, am I enough of an expert? Have I had the right experiences? Have I, you know, can I demonstrate that I've tried this out with many different clients or, or this is something that works with my kids. Will it work with all kids? Uh, Who am I to be actually talking to all of this? But I think the trick is in getting down that to something really specific where you're like, this is, this is me. This is, this is like nobody else has this experience, these qualifications, this little cocktail of, of me. Nobody else has this. This is my spin on it all. So I think that's one of the ways of getting past imposter syndrome. But, but just speak to us on that mindset piece, that imposter syndrome, that mind drama that starts coming up, Francesca, because I know that uh, you deal with this a lot with your clients and, and yeah, in, in your own launches as well. We all do. Yeah, I think that's really important to know that like imposter syndrome comes up and yeah, it's really strong when we're beginning business owners, but it's along the way, it's along the journey. So any way that we can kind of make friends with it and figure out how to really use it as our strength instead of our weakness is awesome. I just was really amazed with my own digital product that I launched recently, my Mindful Tech Masterclass, and how much I felt so much more expert energy Mm. just by putting it out there. And what is the, you know, the opposite of imposter syndrome? Like, okay, imposter syndrome, you're feeling like you're not enough. You're feeling like you're not an expert, but like you want to shift into that expert energy. And so, oh my word, like it feels so good when you realize I have so much to offer. So much to offer. And you actually (laughs) see then that tangible thing that you've done that report that you've done that that's one hour or half hour masterclass on a topic that you're really passionate about. And I think this is also what's really important here is to, yes, 
it, it's serving your audience by all means, but tap into the thing that really lights you up, that, that you really feel super passionate about. And because that, I think that energy will build. And, you know, suddenly it won't just feel like a, like a chore when you can tap into that energy that you are passionate about, where you can sense the excitement. And for me, it's also like getting, getting my product art to my people. I'm like, I know it's going to really help people. And, and I've, in those moments where I'm going, oh my goodness, I'm stuck. And like, who am I to, to say all this stuff? It's been really helpful to feel into that excitement of going, this, this is, I'm going to get glowing testimonials from this. People are going to love this. Not just because it's like a fancy bells and whistles thing, but it's going to get them results. It's going to get them, get them clients. It's going to make them money. It's going to save them time. They're going to get rid of overwhelm. So, so I'd encourage you all just to like, tap into that, that bigger why and to lean into your passions. Use this small digital product as an opportunity to lean into the, the things that really light you up. Maybe even if you don't think it's going to make a lot of money and you think, you know what, like this is just something that I'm curious about and like I really want to try out. Let me just go for it. Put in, you know, maybe you can boundary it with your time. I think for me, that's, that's my challenge. At the moment, I've really only got Fridays to work on my digital product. So I'm using that as a container to go, well, I need to have something ready by the end of the month that fits into those four Fridays that I've got in this month. So yeah, so, so using, using your, your, your time as a bit of a container of how much you're going to put into, into this digital product. I'm sure you'll agree that it's impossible to run your life without technology, especially if you're a passionate and ambitious business owner. But if you're starting to notice that your phone, your email inbox, and your apps are causing you frustration and anxiety instead of making you more productive, then it's time to tame your tech. We now know that technology has the power to rewire our brains, and I've seen how a detrimental relationship with tech can be a huge obstacle in living a beautiful life. That's why I created the Mindful Tech Masterclass, a one-hour training session that dives deep into the myths about email and tech, why tech is causing us so much anxiety, and how to change your thoughts around tech so that you're in control. I'll also show you how to use mindfulness practices to consistently make mindful tech part of your everyday life. In fact, there's a bonus guided visualization audio, mindful tech affirmation cards, and a printable worksheet that you can use for some pen and paper journaling free from your screen. Go to mindfultech.francescawaltanski.com or check the link in the show notes to sign up. You'll be ready to move forward into your beautiful life where your tech works for you, not against you. And then I'd like to just talk to a really important why behind your digital product. I mentioned that customer journey and the customer journey starts really when it actually, you know, it it starts to an extent when somebody maybe downloads your freebie or joins your list. Yes. But I think that person only becomes a customer once they have bought something from you. So to have this digital product for sale, 
gives that customer an opportunity to buy from you. And once a person has bought from you, they are so much more likely to buy from you than a new customer that, or, or a new lead or a new you know, person you've met on social media. If they've bought from you before, and of course that you've delighted them, you've given them real value, they're then very much more likely to buy from you again. So in a way, you can see these small digital products as an, a kind of upgrade on, on the opt-in freebie. It's testing whether people are going to buy it. And it's also really like giving you really interested, warm, even hot leads of people who will be interested in moving further with you in your business. Also just know that perhaps you can't build a whole business on digital products, although some people do it very successfully. But this is a really excellent tactic for bringing in people who are really qualified leads and qualified because they're your customers already. So you've already like sold, sold them on you. And, and that gives you an opportunity to, to take them further along that customer journey. Yeah. So I, I don't know if you want to add to, to that, Francesca, in terms of the customer journey and how you've positioned your digital product as a coach and then with your, um, with your premium offers. Maybe you just tell us about all your 50s. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I can. Um, yeah, so I turned 30 this year and I thought it would be really fun to just play with that number. And and that's something that I want to share as well is like when we're talking about getting a digital product out, like this is not about filling out all the worksheets and getting it perfect and getting your like perfect avatar of who your ideal client is. Mm. This is really about taking imperfect action and having fun with it and focusing on curiosity. So I decided, okay, let's play with the thirties. And I knew that I wanted to experiment with a small digital product. And so I decided to create my mindful tech masterclass and offer it as a special of $30, like a birthday special. And it was, it was just so much fun. And it really showed me how easy it is to do. And the fact that, you know, I really can just take my ideas and write them on paper and get them out into the world. And so many times we feel like they're not enough, but really like you, you can think of an idea and write it down and get it out into the world and create immense value for people. Totally. Tell everyone. So, so you focused in on mindful tech and specifically on email and maybe just tell everybody about the little nuts and bolts of how, how you actually recorded it and yeah, what you've done subsequently with it, just to show everybody how easy it is. Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to think like from start to finish, but I think it really started when I was working with my clients and I kept hearing this issue come up of, of people saying, you know, my email is really stressing me out. And I'm feeling really overwhelmed and it's totally derailing my entire day. And I used to really struggle with this and I thought I was the only one. So I, when I started hearing this, I was like, oh, this seems like a good experiment. And this will be really great because I am answering the question that my clients are having. So it really started there. And if you don't have clients right now, that's totally okay. Like you can go and survey people and just ask questions. That's really 
the biggest part. But yeah, I started there and then I, you know, messaged my biz bestie Shelly and was like, I have this idea. What do you think? And uh, she said, go for it. So really a lot of it came down to just taking my bullet journal out, getting my pretty pens and just writing notes and drawing pictures. Francesca draws cool pictures. Totally drawing pictures. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm such a creative person and I found that just sitting down to try and create a PowerPoint, mm, I will freeze and it feels like I'm back to school writing that term paper, right? So this has been one of the ways that it just like has made it so much easier for me to 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 get playful with it, right? And mm. to kind of take a step back from technology, which I love, but can kind of at least for me create some writer's block. Yes, yes. I love how you made it your own because then, yeah, like Francesca really like just wrote it out. She sent me this beautiful like written notes with um, with pictures of tigers and all sorts of cool things. And when she was like struggling with the slides, I said, don't do slides just you talk, like just deliver, deliver your message. And wow, it, it was amazing. It was just so from the heart. And yeah, so we ran it live. And then after the live session, you've now packaged it up into a recorded um, digital product together with the guided visualization and a worksheet and some affirmations. I love how you made it your own. And like when you hit up against that roadblock, Rather than going, I have to learn these slides. I like, I have to go and buy a, you know, premium Canva template or something like that to like make this look pretty. <laughs> and that was totally like cramping your style. Like we were like, no, you know what? Like stick to what feels really comfortable for you. As you said earlier, it's also like an energy management exercise here of keeping it really energetically easy um, so that you're not spending a huge amount of energy and time on this, but you still pack in a huge punch of value for your people. Yeah. So I love that you, I love that you made it your own and just that passion shone through. Is there anything else you wanted to add to that? Oh, well, just that, I mean, once I, once I took my paper and pen and got the content, like everything else just flowed through that, you know, there wasn't a lot that had to happen. And and this is why it's so amazing to have biz besties, which we'll talk about some more in another episode, but like to be able to go and talk to Shelly and then she can say like, ditch the slides, girl, like, <laughs> just ditch them. <laughs> it totally freed me up and it made it so much fun. I was so glad. And I think also what we will deal with in another podcast episode, if you're keen, everybody like write us and let us know, but we can dive into a little bit more of what kind of digital products you can create and then how you can go about creating them and like, you know, which ones then might speak to you more than others. But just know that there is a whole range of, of different types of digital products that you can create and creating those products is is simpler than you think. And I think the challenge is to find the simplest way to create it so that you are saving on your energy, your time, and, and that you, you really are fast forwarding to your genius and your brilliance that you bring into people in a way that feels really aligned. I think we've spoken about the what is a digital product? Why should you use digital products in your business? So I hope that's really clear. I also just want to say like, 
digital products can be used by a whole range of industries and professions. I mentioned in the beginning, like, you know, coaches, you know, all coaches, although their their one-on-one services require them to be actually working with a person one-on-one, you can introduce certain foundational aspects or like Francesca did, a common problem that people are facing. You can offer that as a digital product, like like email management and, and mindful tech. So you can zero in there. Um, also for other, any other service-based entrepreneurs, VAs, OBMs, any designers, social media managers, photographers and other creatives, all of those types of industries can tap into this digital product market. There's a way to kind of productize your services. And also I've got to shout out to the, the homeschooling, the other homeschooling moms out there as well, where you are doing things with your kids that can help other homeschooling moms. You've got certain superpowers in your tool belt. So we, should we just talk now a little bit about what do I not need when I'm building a digital product? Because I think... Oh, the- yes, please. <laughs> juicy stuff. Oh, yes. In the spirit of simplicity, I think we want to like really call it out of you don't need all the bells and whistles that you might think you need. Here they are, some of them. You definitely don't need a fancy sales funnel. There's great products out there where you can like automate your sales funnel and like people buy this and then they get offered that. And then if they buy that, they get offered this and they, and then you email them back seven days later. So that's all fine and well. I'm not saying it's bad or that you shouldn't do that, but when you just get started with digital products, you don't need that. It's hard to manage that kind of stuff. And when you just get started, you're there, you're like you can manage that kind of sales funnel and keep an eye on, on all of that. So you don't need anything fancy. You don't need an e-commerce shop of like, you know, you don't need a hundred digital products. You need one. That's all you need. So you don't need this big like Shopify e-commerce shop. You also don't need a course delivery platform. Remember we're not doing a full on five module online course. We're doing something really small. So you don't need to look at, Teachable just yet, or Thinkific, or Podia, or any any of those just yet. Okay, maybe later you can look at them. You have a uh, I don't want to call it secret, but you have kind of like a hack of how to not have like a whole course delivery platform, but be able to get your digital product out to people in a really simple way. And I, I heard a little birdie say that you are doing your own digital product launch to show people how to do this. Oh, yes, I am. Uh, you let in the cat out the bag. Uh, but I'm very happy for you to do that. Because I, as I say, I, I'm really so excited. I think this product will really help people. So what's, what I'm developing is a very simple system to have a sales page, to have a way of taking payments and then delivering your digital product. And I've templatized the whole thing. So you just need to come with your passion and your love for your people and your product. You need to come along with that and you can plug in your information into the sales page template that I've put together for you. I've tried to take out all that tech overwhelm and just give people a really nice template. And then I've got some video training on how to use that template and really how to bang your digital product out into the world as, as soon as possible, as cheaply as possible, and with as little overwhelm as is 
is humanly possible. So I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very excited for that. I believe this is going to be a really great solution for those of you who are, who are at those earlier stages of business and you, you're not ready to commit to the Kajabis and the, you know, very fancy e-commerce shops and that kind of thing. Maybe that time will come totally, but we need a little bridge to get us going to build that belief and to, and to really get going. Hey, Shelly here. And I've got an announcement for those of you who've got an amazing digital product on your computer or in your brain, but you're getting confused about how you're going to sell and deliver it to your customers. And let's be honest, you're reluctant to spend hundreds of dollars a month on fancy platforms that you just don't need right now. You're a Simply Biz Bestie, so I know you're looking for the simplest way to get your product out into the market. You need a superhero to save the day. Yes, a sales page superhero. Now, I developed Sales Page Superhero after writing and designing a countless number of sales pages for my clients and for myself. And in the process, I've come up with a plug and play sales page formula that I know works every time. And my favorite tool for building a quick and simple sales page is probably the best kept secret in the online world, card. Card is a joy to use and is almost ridiculously inexpensive. I'm talking $19 a year or $49 a year for their premium plan. When you purchase Sales Page Superhero, you'll get comprehensive training videos on sales page copywriting, DIY web design in card, payment setup, and delivering your products to your customers. This superhero really packs a value punch. And to make things even more simple for you, I've developed a sales page template in card that I'll send along to you after you purchase. All you need to do is plug in your information using the copywriting prompts in the templates and boom, your sales page will be ready to fly. Sales Page Superhero is also a great option for service providers like coaches, health and wellness professionals and freelancers to sell their signature packages. Now, for a limited time, you can get the Sales Page Superhero training bundle and templates for just $49. But that price will be going up at the end of November 2020. So sign up today at salespagesuperhero.shellysmithcreative.com or you can find that link in the show notes. So the other thing that you don't need is you don't need a whole heap of content marketing or social media marketing. By all means, like do your Instagram, you know, connect with people. You don't need to feel a huge amount of pressure that to, to do that. You also don't need a logo or a fancy design for your whole course, like for your ebook. You can just put it together in, in Google Docs or in Google Slides. You can put, put together something really beautiful. And I can also talk to that a little bit more in future episodes. And I plan to also be doing more digital products on, on the how-tos of, of putting together beautiful but inexpensive digital products. And also with your video, you don't need a professionally edited video. What I do recommend though is is taking just taking up just trimming it. So like Francesca, we did a, a Zoom call which was recorded, and then we just trimmed the beginning and trimmed the end bits. There was also a Q and A section, so we trimmed that off the end and had had that as an optional. So that you can easily do in the video editing program that you've 
will have, if you've got a PC or a Mac, whatever video editing, you'll have a program and you'll be able to do that on your computer. So I just recommend a little tidy up beyond that. The recording is totally fine. So there you go. The, the, the rests, all of those fancy things you, you don't need, but what you do need is you need your sales page and the sales page doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be fancy. As I say, I can get, you know, you'll get a template if you decide to purchase my course, then you need a way of taking payment and delivering the product to the person automatically. And then you need a place to, yeah, to actually like deliver the, 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 the goods so that people can watch your masterclass or get your ebook or something like that. And then you need a way to get traffic to that site. So that is where you can look at things like Facebook ads. You can look at things like, you know, social media marketing and marketing to your existing circles. But once you've got that simple one page sales page up, that's, that is most of your battle won. And then you can actually rather also use the money that you would have spent on the Derby and fancy things like that. Get people coming into your sales page and invest that in things like Facebook ads and other traffic generating systems. And this is also why it's important to niche down, to, to get really clear on who it is you're talking to so that when they get served up an ad, they're like, yes, this is me. This is, this is exactly what I need. So that is what you do need. And be aware that there is a whole list of things that you might think you need that you don't. So, so I'd, I'd like to see people, you know, taking forward action and I'm preaching to myself here, Francesca knows it, to keep taking that forward action, getting your expertise, your skills out there into the world and giving your people that gift of simplicity in a small digital product. What else do you want to add, Francesca? Yeah. So I love this idea of simplifying, like, what do we need? What do we not need? Because there's so many things that we feel like we need that we don't need at yes. all. Like if I look at my first clients, I didn't need a website to get them. Mm-mm. Like, I don't want to say to get them. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not running after them, right? <laughs> like, they want what I had to offer, but like, I didn't need a website. And I like to think back to, you know, get into the mind of a child here for, you know, someone who, you know, you, you might have kids who are trying to do a lemonade stand. Or for me, I started pestering when I was 11. And I, you know, what did I do? Okay. So I didn't need anything complicated. I had a service or a product. I was taking care of people's animals. And then my sales page was just a flyer that I created. And I walked around the neighborhood and gave it to people. Mm-hmm. And then I had a way for them to pay me and a way for them to get that service. This was really it. Directing was- traffic to your page, a way to co- they had a way to contact me. Yes. Yes. It's simple as that. Simple as that. And, and I think also if you can get really clear, really simple. And, and also this is why I like having a, a dedicated sales page for your offer and your offer only. So like with your pet sitting, it wasn't like, um, oh, I pet sitting and I'll, you know, and also come to my lemonade stand and like, I'll also do, you know, sell cookies and like also do all these <laughs> other things. You, you kind of got focused in on this is the one thing I do and there wasn't distraction. So it is something that I recommend when you are selling a digital product is to have it as a completely separate page that you don't have your navigation of your website and all the footers and everything else of your website. It can still kind of live under your domain 
domain name, but that it's actually something separate that it's just the digital product that shines because that is the simplicity aspect of it. And, and it's, it's doing people a favor not to give their brain so many things to, to figure out. They've now come, especially if they've come from a Facebook ad where they're like, oh my goodness, Facebook. Uh, they've now come to this beautifully curated, clean page that is just selling them one thing. It's like refreshing. <laughs> that's, that's what I would recommend is to have that, that dedicated page for, for your product. And yeah, just another encouragement to everybody to go and start thinking about what digital products you could sell in your business and how it can help grow your business. I hope we've, we've shown you that this digital product angle is another tactic that you can use to bring more people into your business and then move them into your premium offers and to in so doing grow, grow your business, even from the ground up, even if this is your very first step. This is an amazing first step. Yeah. Please let us know what you thought of this episode. If you have any follow-up questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. Uh, We really want to create this podcast to be for you. So let us know how we can answer your questions and bring you along for the conversation. Yes. So you can go and find the show notes at simplybizbesties.com. This is us experimenting, everybody. We're going forward with this. Sorry. I'm so excited to, to greet you there and to take any of your questions and get your comments and feedback. Awesome. Thanks, Shelly. And just remind people where they can find you again. All right. So you can find me at at Shelly Smith Creative on Instagram. And you can find my website at ShellySmithCreative.com. And you, Francesca, where can everybody find you? Yeah, so I mostly hang out on Instagram. You can find me at Francesca Waltansky. Or you can go to my website, francescawaltansky.com. I know my name's a little complicated, so you can check it out in the show notes. (laughs) Amazing. Thanks so much for chatting today, Francesca. We'll see you again soon. Bye, Shelly. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope what we've shared has made you feel supported by a whole Biz Bestie circle. And that you feel like life as a business owner can be a whole lot simpler with the perspective of a biz bestie. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd also love it if you'd share the Simply Biz Besties show with your biz besties by sending them a link through your podcast player or sending them to simplybizbesties.com. And we'll do a happy dance if you'd leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us to reach more biz besties around the world. And just to remind you, the conversation has just begun. So head on over to community.simplybizbesties.com and let us know your thoughts, aha moments, or questions about what we talked about in the show. For show notes, go to simplybizbesties.com. Sending you a sparkling heart emoji and a virtual high five. See you next time. And here's a hug gift from me. Signing off. Simply your biz besties.